0: It's Curious City. Where we take your questions. About Chicago and the region. And investigate. Report. Explore. From WBEZ. Got my boots. I got... Oh, I have a bat microphone, too. All kinds of high-tech stuff. But when it comes down to it, they won't protect us. And we're going to find Mothman. Hi, I'm Robbie Telfer. And I recently ventured out into the woods under a full moon for a very important reason, monster hunting. It all began with curious citizen Sarah Beacon, a Chicago comics artist. There was a rash of sightings within the city limits of Chicago in 2017 of a creature that people then called the Chicago Mothman. And did we ever find out what it was? That's right. The Chicago Mothman. It's often described as a six or seven foot tall, necklace, red-eyed, winged fellow. We have to say Chicago Mothman to distinguish our guy from the original Mothman. The legends started in Point Pleasant, West Virginia in the late 60s. There were dozens of reported sightings of a Mothman there. And shortly after those, a large bridge collapsed killing 46 people. Since then, some consider Mothman to be a portent of doom. In the decades since, the West Virginian Mothman has become pretty famous with its own festival, museum, and a 2002 movie starring THE Richard Gere. But now, people have been reporting lots of new sightings in Chicago. The Phantoms and Monsters website has been tracking those reports. And I know there's about 90 sightings on there right now, but the bulk of them were focused on the city of Chicago. They start in 2011, peak in 2017, and we even had one earlier this month. Mothman has been reported all over Chicagoland. To try to answer Sarah's question, what are people actually seeing, I'm going to talk to some scientists and tell you what happened on that monster hunt. But first, I tracked down someone who saw something strange one day in 2017 in the West Town neighborhood. So you saw Mothman? I think so. This is Erin Drain. She's a wine importer and, from what I can tell, moored to reality. So I was spending the afternoon on a rooftop. I saw something in the sky, fairly high up and, and fairly far away. It wasn't being like buffeted about by the wind. Mm. It was moving slowly. But not randomly, I guess. Her report is similar to many others. But you took a video. I did take a video. It's about 10 seconds long. Pretty far away, but undeniable. Something large, dark, suspended in the sky, like a spider whose invisible web makes it appear to be stuck, impossibly midair. <laughs> I want to believe. I know, I know. Okay, so that's the thing. Um, Don't we all? Yes, I want to believe too. And we are not alone. There's actually a whole field concerned with unknown creatures called cryptozoology. Dr. Angelo Caparella is a biologist from Illinois State University and dabbles in cryptozoology. I would define cryptozoology as the uh, scientific study of undescribed animals that are being reported, um, but don't seem to match anything that's actually known to science at this time. The kinds of things that travelers would report, uh, indigenous peoples knew about. Scientists agree there are definitely undescribed species out there. And Mothman could be one of those, right? Well... I can't think of any even close analogy to flying humanoids (laughs) in the fossil record and the known biological record of any kind today or in the past um, it just flies in the face of everything that we think we know about the natural world Sasquatch on the other hand I think you can make a case for it being a solid cryptid that is worth further investigation so to be clear the guy who thinks Bigfoot might be out there, says Mothman is just too much. Well, poo. Maybe Mothman isn't real. So what are people seeing? It turns out there's plenty of explanations for why we might see monsters. One theory is that it's an evolutionary adaptation. Humans tend to see human-like forms where there aren't any. The idea is it draws our attention to possible threats just to be safe. Or maybe we're priming ourselves to see Mothman because we've heard other people saw Mothman. Also, sometimes people lie on purpose. I know that's hard to hear. Still, there is a teeny tiny part of me that can't completely abandon the idea of Mothman. And I'm not the only one. Dr. Phil Willink, who is a fish biologist by day, has long been fascinated by Chicago monster sightings. So, you're a scientist, Phil. Why are you interested in this stuff? I think it's, it's the mystery. There's a puzzle. What is going on? Because something is going on. What is going on is, it, is potentially really, really interesting. Back to my monster hunt. Willink and I, two grown men, walk around the woods at night searching for something we don't believe in. We chose Woodstock, Illinois for two reasons. One, because there have been recent Mothman sightings here, and two, it's Friday the 13th, and it's a full moon. Spooky! February 22, 2019, it was spotted at Dewfield Pond Road, off of Country Club Road. It was described as 8 to 9 feet tall, with membrane wings and dark fur, and it ran across the road in front of somebody. We're less than a mile from where that happened. We walk deeper into the woods. I don't see anything now. We hear some coyotes barking and some raccoons screeching. And when we turn around to leave, we notice a shadow. It looks kind of like a person, right? It does. I keep hearing noises over there, too. It totally looks like it. But what is it? I'll turn on a light. That doesn't help. Well, we got to go that way (laughs) anyway. So we might as well meet our doom. Tree. It's a tree. Oh, yeah, Christmas tree. All right. Well, there you go. Like <laughs> a little pointy-headed Mothman. That tree was freaking me out. Once your imagination gets going, you can turn anything into a Mothman. We went looking for Mothman, and what we really found was ourselves and a scary-ass Christmas tree. I still can't quite answer Sarah's question or say what people have been seeing here. Look. We see unexplainable stuff all the time and have to rely on our own experiences and beliefs to fill in the blanks. Things that may have been common to previous generations, like an owl or even a tree, can become monstrous to city folk like me. By and large, monsters may be more familiar to us than owls. These feelings aren't facts, but they're not fiction either. But let's just imagine, for a moment, That mothman really is real. It's come to Chicago, and it's warning us of something. I put the question to Aaron. What do you think he could have been uh, warning you about? Looking at our phones too much. (laughs) (laughs) Looking down. You can learn a lot by looking up. Reporting for the story was done by me, Robbie Telfer. Support comes from the Conant Family Foundation. That, that scared the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It looked, that, like, it looked like a duck. But it uh, it sounded like it. a goose. Okay. Looked yeah. like a duck. Hey, Jessica Popovac here, and we want to hear from you. Share your Mothman theories with us on social media using the hashtag ChicagoMothman. And if you have any Mothman photos or videos, we'd love to see those too. Next time on Curious City, Journalist and activist Ida B. Wells is known for her work in the South, where she risked her life to expose lynchings. But she spent most of her life in Chicago. Her first campaign here involved Frederick Douglass's protest and speech at the World's Fair. He needed to raise money, and he was having a lot of problems with it. and I just think it's funny. You know, she's like, "Step aside, let me show you how to do this." To Frederick Douglass. Ida B. Wells' legacy in Chicago. That's next time on WBEZ's Curious City. Before we start the show, we here at Curious City want to let you in on a little-known fact about WBEZ. 89% of all our funding comes from community support, including contributions from curious listeners like you. If this program has changed how you see Chicago, please consider supporting this program at wbez.org slash curious. Thank you.